Good morning. Just about to venture outside. It looks very wet. It looks very November. I'll put my hood up. I thought perhaps you might like to come and see the chickens with me this morning. Say good morning to them. I'm very aware of how quiet I'm being at the moment. It feels important to do as much as possible, at least wait and only do things when it feels right. And so this morning, I thought I would record you a hello. I got the remains of my first pot of tea of the morning. I'm gonna go and take it to the gate in a minute. But first, I'm going to, oh, blackbird, hello. I'm going to let, um, George and Louise out. I'll put a few mealworms down for, for the birds. Oops. Needs topping up, I think. That's enough for today. The sky is just completely grey. I think rain must be falling out to the west because it's very difficult to see the end of the valley. ground here is just completely covered in gold larch needles which look very similar to mealworms so I find it quite uh, I'm throw a few down into the, the blackbird into the gooseberry bush I find it quite hard to believe that that the hens can uh, distinguish between the larch, the larch needles and the, and the mealworms Hello, George. Oh, George is rushing off to steal the blackbird's mill. Where oh, have those ones gone? That's just seems to be turning energy. Louise, rather sensibly, is sheltering underneath the, the coop. So I'm going to throw a, mill, a few mill ones into her. All right, let's just go and grab my makeup and tea. I was wondering if I can take a photo of George while she's here. Poor thing is looking very raggedy at the moment. She is molting. Her comb, which is usually huge and bright red. Ooh, she's chasing off, if you heard that. That's her chasing off the blackbird. She doesn't want to share. Yes, her comb, which is usually bright red, is looking very pale. Probably not helped by the fact that it's uh, raining as well. Her feathers look very thin. But I'm sure she will there. Uh, She'll start to grow some more plumage soon. Well, she's having a jolly good pick about anyway. Yeah, I don't know how easy it is to to get a photo of her. I've just, just got my hello. Dear, she looks... <laughs> she's not looking, looking her best. In fact, she looks a bit like how I feel at the moment. Very, very raggedy. Hello, Louise, are you coming out too? Oh gosh, can you hear that rain? I think I'm going to change my plan <coughs> and go and stand in the studio to talk to you rather than by the gate. Come on then, have a few more out here. Actually, it might be kind of to put them under the table, wait a There we go, have a few under there where it's nice and dry. 
Oh, Louise and Louise and George both under the table. Oh gosh. Yes. I don't know if I've said to you or not. I've certainly been thinking it quite a lot. How nice it would be for the temperature to drop a little. It's been very, very warm. Well, yeah, warm for the time of year. And I think the has. I think the temperature has dropped. I mean, yesterday evening. I came out briefly and was quite hit by the coolness of the air. In fact, it was quite invigorating. I'd had a very, um, well, I suppose a very hibernatory sort of day. I'd just been quite a lot of time in bed and time sitting on the sofa, not really feeling that I wanted to do anything, <laughs> much of anything, and just letting myself, but also at the same time, not really enjoying not really enjoying uh, resting, but it feels important. It was important to rest, um, but my mood was quite low. And the one thing that I decided I was going to try and do yesterday was to go out to the shed and, um, and get some laundry liquid to top up the bottle of laundry liquid in the house. And yeah, eventually <laughs> I felt up to doing that. But as soon as I came out of the front door, uh, the cool air just quite, quite enlivened me. And so I decided that I would come back out with a cup of tea. So I did, I came out and stood by the gate for a little while. And that did me a lot of good. And I even had a very short walk along the hedgerow. But it's very tempting to think if I pushed myself to do that earlier in the day, maybe my whole day would have been better. But I suspect the truth is I was able to do that precisely because I did just let myself rest and sit, even if it wasn't enjoyable. Um, so yeah, it doesn't feel like the easiest time at the moment. Uh, life feels quite heavy, which isn't surprising. Um, there are good days and there are bad days. And I think I have this tendency to think when I have a good day, that's it, everything's better. I think perhaps I was talking a little bit about that the last time I spoke to you. But uh, it's not all in one direction, it's not always the same. And I think if I'm going to enjoy the good days, I also have to accept the bad days and not add an extra layer of uh, despondency to the bad days by thinking, letting myself think that this is the way things always are any more than I think but the good days are the way things always are. It's very tempting to do both, but it takes off an awful lot. It takes an awful lot of pressure off, I think, just to, to do our best to accept whatever the day is. So I think, I think my mood is quite low. I think my energy is very low. And I'm not enjoying the start of hibernation in the same way that I did last year. I felt quite excited by the beginning of it last year. And I think perhaps I threw myself into it with a certain amount of gusto. So rather ironically, you know, hibernation last year was quite an active time, you know, with rest in it. But, you know, I think when I was making podcasts, I was doing something usually. Whereas I think this year, it's much more about just curling up and accepting how things are and, you know, perhaps 
Not sinking into the rest, if not sinking into to a low mood as much as possible. Or maybe I feel like I ought to say that. Maybe I maybe I also let myself let myself need to let myself sink into the low mood too. Actually, um, it's not surprising. It's been a very difficult few months. A very sad time. Um, you know, and I have noticed in the past when there have been other major deaths that that feeling of being very alive that comes around death or has has done for me does um, does turn to something else for a while. And yeah. Maybe just need to go with that. But it is difficult. It is difficult. Gosh, listen to that rain. That feels so lovely. <laughs> I suppose. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that matches my mood. That greyness, that heaviness, and that. There's a certain power in that, and there's a power in the rain. I don't know if enjoying it is quite the right, quite the right word. I don't know, I don't know what the right word would be. My plan was to go and take a photo of the mug that I'm drinking out of, which is a beautiful mug that I've made. Someone sent me a package of, um, of ceramics, two mugs some plates and a candle holder and they were all inspired by George and Louise and the mug I'm drinking out of today has George on the front of it it's really really beautiful it says go gently on the back and as a lovely reminder I think to, well to do that to go gently and I think it's much harder to do that when times feel difficult Birds. Blackbirds in the cherry tree. Lots of tits around. Not seeing the robin very much. But yes, I had planned to go and take a photo of this mug by the by the gatepost. But perhaps I'll I'll do that on a drier day to show it to you. Uh, perhaps if any of those photos I took of, of Raggedy George um, feel feel appropriate, perhaps I'll use one of those to go in this podcast. If not, I do have a photo of this mug that I took yesterday, so I could always use that. But maybe Raggedy George is appropriate because she does represent rather how I feel. But I'm sure, I'm sure her bounce and her energy and her beautiful red comb and her thick golden feathers will come back. Maybe that's something to hold on to, but at the same time, you know, just accept that at the moment things are raggedy and thin and pale, and just be with that. Not try and let it be anything, not try and make it be anything different. But in a way, you know, this, this all happening around hibernation feels appropriate, and this is the time to, to curl up and be warm and to rest and to go slowly, yeah, to eat well, 
to sleep as well as possible and just just be with how things are and yeah I feel, I feel slightly awkward with that I feel awkward about making podcasts about feeling like this um, I feel awkward that <laughs> even, even rather downbeat podcasts don't come very often but this is the way things are and you know I appreciate your support through the good times and the difficult times and yeah well, I hope you'll stick with me through the winter we'll just see how hibernation unfolds okay well, I think I am going to go back indoors I'm very tempted to light the fire and be lighting it quite late in the day but I wonder if today might be a day for lighting it first thing and yeah just sitting and seeing what the day brings not make any plans not talk to you about any plans but just see see what happens and yeah i hope however you are whatever season it is with you both, both physically and metaphorically i hope that you can be okay with that and do whatever feels right. Oh, I'm just seeing George walk along, shaking herself and feathers flying off. Poor thing. I mean, she seems happy enough in herself. Louise, in contrast, is looking quite beautiful. She, I mean, she was molting um, a, a few weeks ago. I can't remember when she stopped molting and started growing her feathers back, but she looks very solid. And her comb is never as big as George's, but it is a good red colour at the moment. <laughs> They're the yin and the yang of, of something, I think, at the moment. <laughs> but anyway, they're enjoying having a peck around. They're not minding that it's raining. And it is lovely to see them in the morning. Okay, take care. I will talk to you again before too much longer. Bye-bye. <laughs>